Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The next stop is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9 to nothing crusher, have won their 17th World Series. And there it is, the New York Yankees are the winners, and Bob Turley is mauled and congratulated by his teammates. The Yankees win 13-5, to five and once again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions! World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. What's up, Yankee fans? Welcome to another episode of the Chase for 28 podcast. My name is Chris Nessie, and I am joined by my man in his basement studio, kind of like Paul O'Neill from Studio. 16. What's your number? 16. Studio, 16 studio 16 in North Jersey. AJ Bianco, what's up? What is up, Chris? What's going on, Yankee fans? See, now the podcast really can get started because tis the season. Tis it's the season. The We're going to come season. at you twice a day now. No, don't. <laughs> I don't even know if I have time for that. <laughs> uh, nah, it's, it's it's spring. Spring is here. Love is, is in the here. air, and I call it baseball. Man, and, and the weather is like getting nice at the right time. This week was beautiful, and now we could just tell like it is it is baseball season. And, and I'm excited. You know what I like that's different than when we were growing up and when we're basically the same age is the social media aspect of baseball and sports and specifically spring training to, you know, be able to go on Instagram or Twitter and see the the beat reporters or the national writers, you know, tweeting out pictures or um, going on like Meredith Marakovich's Instagram and she's doing live streams and you know, photos and behind the scenes stuff. And it's just kind of like this unprecedented access to baseball and what's going on. It's really fun. I mean, when you think about it back in the day when we were kids, right? I really don't remember watching things before like 12 or 13 years old, right? And it was only ESPN. It was only baseball tonight. And it was only at a certain time. Now we've got social media and we've got all the pictures on Instagram. We've got the Yankees at spring training. We got these great reporters reporting everything, small things, big things. You know, we got the MLB network. I'm listening to the radio. Like, this is the time to be alive if you want to focus on baseball. And this is exactly why I love this. There's so much around you. You can just kind of take it all in and just get even more excited. And you know what? It, it makes it even more special for the fact that for you who's listening, that you are making us a part of your baseball news conversation. And uh, we are honored and we truly appreciate that you make time for the chase for 28. So yeah, well, I'd be remiss if we didn't say that. We Yankee fans have to stick together, so we do appreciate you. And, you know, a couple episodes, I don't know if you knew we were standing, but as the season gets going, I think you're really going to see our, our allegiance to this team and our passion for this team and, and where we think they're going to go. Oh, yeah. And we had talked about, and I think we're going to move forward with, once the regular season starts, we are going to come at you each week on Saturday. That will be recapping the week, talking about what's coming up, and this will go weekly during the start of the baseball season. I am correct, right? I don't see why that can't happen. I, I think we will have games to discuss and things on the field that matter. All right. Well, 
speaking of things that don't matter, let's talk about spring training where the games mean nothing. <laughs> but yet we are still excited. Like so trivia. All right, let's do trivia. Here comes a trivia question, Chris. Before we get started talking about spring training, let's leave the fans with something that isn't important. Trivia. So here's a question, Yankee fans. And for Chris, I don't know if I gave you this one. So good luck. You did not, and I have not scrolled in our notes. So go ahead, ask good. me. Good, don't, don't look. Not going to look. Name the Yankees pitcher who threw two no-hitters during the 1951 season. Two no-hitters. One guy. One guy. Two no-hitters. That's correct. All right. So we'll, we'll bring you that before we say goodbye mm. for this episode. Now back to spring now, training. Now. Now let's go back to meaningless baseball. Spring training. News and notes. Yankee news and notes. Uh, AJ, it happened. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, Brett Gardner. Man, I was a week I off. Saw, <laughs> you I was a week off. off. I said it was going to happen. I said right before spring training, but I said before pitchers and catchers. You did. You did. I saw there's a friend of mine, Jay, who listens to the podcast. What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? And I, I he walks his dog past my house. So we, we, we cross paths every now and again. And uh, he's like, oh, you, you saw Brett Gardner signed. And I said, yeah, didn't really care either way. Personally, I wish they didn't sign him. He goes, well, you know, he'll be like maybe the fourth outfielder, the fifth outfielder. I said, he's like, there's always injuries. And I was like... Yeah, maybe he'll get hurt, and then we don't have to worry about him. Never wish injury on somebody. Come on. Here's what I'm afraid of, and I know that there are other Yankee fans who feel this way, that somehow he will be the left fielder, where up until they signed him, you're hearing, and and even Boone said, you know, Frazier, left fielder, his job to lose. Okay. I, I just want Clint Frazier, who is a young, vibrant outfielder, to get his shot to be a starting outfielder. And again, he, he's been hyped since he got here. He's been hyped since he came up. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's had issues defensively. Yes, he had the concussion issues, but he can hit. And I think he's the, the upside is there. And we don't have to wait long, I don't think. So I'm in the camp of I, Brett Gardner, nice, cool. But I don't want him taking playing time. That's, that's where I'm at. I don't think he will. I think this is going to be a mentor role. I think he's going to be working with Frazier. Um, I think Frazier is a left fielder, and I think that's well known. Um, I, I don't think he can beat him out. I don't even know that's a thing in baseball. I don't even know if you can beat somebody out anymore. But I don't think he's going to beat him out. I think Frazier will be the left fielder. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a mentor role. It's the clubhouse leader. Um, and, you know, it's one year. It's $4 million. It's probably his last contract. So it's a goodbye tour. I'll be out. Hold on. So, so you mentioned the money. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the money. Either. So it's, it, that, that doesn't upset me. Right. I'm just saying it's one year. So it's not like I know there's an option, a player option, club option, whatever. But, you know, again, keep in mind, he was he was literally the best Yankee at the end of the season last year. He had a lot of clutch hits. I'm not saying he's going to take time away because I don't think it's going to happen. But if you look at our outfield last year, we were in big trouble we lost stanton we lost judge and we lost hicks we were scrambling for outfielders we were scrambling we needed guys talkman was good he filled a good role right you had you had gardner come in you had frazier so he is a good option in a pinch okay it's all right the leadership i I, I, I really think it's the leadership more than anything i think he's trying look 
leadership clubhouse presence. I get that. I give you that. I give you that. And I think if you watched a video from Clint Frazier when he was interviewed and asked the question, you know, what do you think of, of your past years of the Yankees? I, I think the Yankees are ready to ship him out a couple of years ago. And I think, you know, that vibe for Clint, Clint Frazier was he's not a true Yankee. He doesn't have the Yankee mentality, right? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if we're referencing the same clip, but I saw him speaking and he had a humorous line where he said, if I could go back and talk to myself in the past, I would say, shut up, play, hit, just hit and catch some fly, catch balls. fly ball. <laughs> yes, that was that was a clip. I know you shared that one. I did see that before before you shared that with yes. me. But I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm going to say Gardner's a leader. Gardner's going to mentor Frazier. He's going to show him what it means to be a Yankee. And I think if he's as legit as we think he is, and he can hang in this league, he's going to be a Yankee for a long time. So he needs to understand how to be a Yankee. His mouth was way too big a couple years ago. I'm surprised he's still on this team from that. Well, maybe his fate is in the cards then. Yeah, we'll see. So speaking of which, just to... Since we're talking about the outfield, um, it was nice to hear positive sentiment and statements from from Aaron Hicks. Says he feels good. Said he finally feels a hundred percent. Yep. Which that's good news. It's great news. It's great news. He's a great ball player. I like that move when they made him. Yeah. Although saying you feel great on February twenty fourth is and would mean nothing if on April first he pulls a hamstring. Right. And he's out for six weeks. Let's keep in mind, we're paying 162 games here. And right. it's going to get really hot in the summer. <laughs> it's going to be cold to really hot. So, you know, it's good to feel good. Now you got to play good. And hopefully we're still playing when it's cold. <laughs> when it gets cold. Again. Fingers, fingers crossed. Ah, fingers crossed. Be, we, again, we only want to do this podcast for one season, right? <laughs> that's it. A couple episodes. A <laughs> couple episodes. <laughs> um. Also, uh, Captain Obvious contributing to the uh, the podcast, little nugget of news, uh, Aaron Boone quoted as saying that it is safe to say that Garrett Cole will start the Yankees regular season opener against the Blue Jays. It's amazing. Thank you, amazing. Captain Obvious. Thank you. Man, I ho- I ho- who do we play opening day? I hope they weren't planning for somebody else because that's going to really shock them. <laughs> Garrett Cole's a number one. Mm. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, this week, again, there's not too much to talk about during the beginning of spring as we get going here, but, uh, Severino back off the shelf and, uh, 12 months after his UCL surgery, Severino also said he expects to start throwing bullpen sessions soon and hopes to return ahead of an estimated June, early July timetable quote, I'm a hundred percent sure that I'll be back to what I was in the past. I'm 100% sure that I'll be 50% what I was. <laughs> okay, Yogi. <laughs> look, I'm just, look, like, he's so, you think about this. He's quoting this now on in February. Right. I'll be ready for July. Still five months away. Okay. But him feeling confident in his return. Yep. We know he'll return, but if he's feeling right. confident that he'll be back to what he was before he got hurt, that's a good thing. That's a, we don't have to give up prospects at the trade deadline to acquire that talent. We've already got the talent. We just need it to get healthy. That's the one thing I do like about the Yankees. I don't think they're going to rush this. I think, sorry, I I think we will see him back here in July. He'll be starting games. And I 
don't think they're going to rush. So whenever the all-star break is, is when I feel he'll be back on the mound. After that, there should be no reason he should be there before. If the Yankees are struggling that much without him in July, they're not going to do much more after that. So there's no rush for him to get back. Excellent point. Thank you. I have some of those every now and then. It would be good if he is not desperately needed to be back on the mound. When you think about it, right? If he comes back in July, it's not even going to be the full July. It's going to be half of July, all of August, all September. What are we looking at there? Maybe 10 games, right? Maybe. And in those 10 games, they're not going to pitch him nine innings. Right. You want him to get innings. You want him to get comfortable on the mound. Mm -hmm. You want him to pitch well, make sure everything's working. So that Mm -hmm. way, come October... Correct. He is ready to contribute, Correct. which he has done in the past. Correct. That, that's all it is. Come October, like Stanton, come October, be ready to play. There you go. All right. A- any other news or nuggets stand out here in the uh, the first week to you? Yeah, there's one thing I want to I ask you. The, the news came out this week that I saw that Giancarlo Stanton sees himself as the Yankees outfielder. Not just playing softball. Is he going to be the short man in not, uh, behind not, second base? <laughs> It's a hard position, by the way. Um, but he, he wants to play the outfield. How do you feel about that? You know what? How old is he? Uh, 20, 28, 29? I don't think he's in his 30s yet. Okay. There's no reason that a former league MVP mm. can't play the outfield. Nationally if MVP. he took the advice, if he took the advice of the Yankee training staff, and if he got into yoga and laid off the weights and his body is more flexible, right? There's no reason he can't be an all-star outfielder, which he was. I don't think we should be afraid to have him in the outfield. If anything, you would be more cautious to put him in the batter's box because he got hit in the face, but he still hits. So if he can stay healthy, why can't he be an all-star outfielder in the American League? Agreed. Agreed. So Giancarlo Sand is 31 years old. My apologies. I thought he was, I thought he was younger than that. Uh, 31 years old. He can play the outfield. I, th- I think I think he can hang in there. I don't think he's going to be an everyday outfielder. I hate to see him take time away from Judge and right because he's not a right fielder. He can be a good statue in left. I think he can do it. But like, see, that's that's the problem. From 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 jump, that is the problem with this move. Now he's a left fielder. Now he's taking away from Frazier, who could probably play center field. Probably not though. But I would not put Frazier no, in center I'm field. Saying, I'm saying you could probably do it, but you, look, if you're an outfielder, you should be playing every position. Bottom line. Not at this level. Not at this level. Do you want to see Aaron Judge playing center field? He could do it. He's not a center he's not a center fielder. He's a he's a monster. Who belongs in right field. That is true. <laughs> I, I no. I'm I'm just I'm just saying. You should be able to play Look, so, your, so your okay, corner outfield. When we talk to playing time, when we talk about playing time, when we go back to what we started today with, which was Clint Frazier, do you want to see a platoon of Frazier and Stanton in left field? And then Gardner is your fifth outfielder? No, because that's what that would translate into. I I would be, I still want Frazier's bat in the lineup. Mm. If Stanton can play the outfield, that doesn't lock up and put a block at the DH spot. So if you can put Stanton in the outfield, then you can rotate more guys into that DH spot. You know, Gary Sanchez needs a day off behind the plate, but you still want his bat in the lineup. He could DH. You want to put Judge at DH. Again, if you don't have that permanent fixture that can only be a DH, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now that becomes a more flexible spot in the lineup. Right. That's a different story. Because even you, don't forget, you still got Andujar, who you might want to throw in a DH. Who can hit the ball real far. I know. Well, calm down. Um, <laughs> no, but there, there's a lot of DHs on this team. Yeah, you know what? That's been the case for many years. Yeah, there's a lot of DHs on this team. I'm saying, look, I, I'm, I'm down. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the outfield a little bit, only because I want to see if he can actually play. And to be honest, if anything, maybe a boost trade value. Maybe. I don't know if that's the situation because there's a lot of money attached to him. But if he can play the outfield and hit the ball and be healthy. Well, based on recent trends, we, have we six, would have to find out how he feels about San Diego. We have six <laughs> outfielders. We have six outfielders. It's a lot. They all can't play. Uh, they all don't need to. But you think about their outfield. They, they do, though. Hicks. Right, yes. So if you look at Gardner. Okay. Hicks going to be your starting center fielder. Okay. Judge. Judge. Is your starting right fielder. Frazier. Frazier is your starting left fielder. Stanton. DH and maybe one or two days okay. in left. Okay. Gardner, maybe Gardner one day a week in left. Bit. Then they picked up Allen, right? Greg Allen. You pick him up. They got him for some reason. So they have to want him for something. And then they have, and I know this is not a name, but I still like the way he plays. Bad season last year, but I like Mike Tockman. Esteban Florio. Like, these are guys who are the future. Talkman probably not the right. future, but Talkman not the future. Floreal probably a part of the future, but then you're looking at, you know, when Gardner's gone, who's the fourth outfielder, right? You I know, Hicks yeah. would be the the movable piece if you wanted to bring in a center. Not this year. I'm saying, let's say in the next two to three years, Hicks would be the piece you move. You're not going to trade Judge when you say move. You you see, Hicks has a lot of money attached to him. He's got a long Not as much deal. as Stanton. Not as much as Stanton. Yeah, but still. Hicks would be the movable piece in, in the next two to three years. Hicks still has six years on his deal. He'd be the move. He's not making as much money. He's the movable piece. If you believe in Frazier and youth, and uh, w- what about Jason Dominguez? What position does he play? Is um, he your center fielder of the future? Let's see what he can do before you start saying Jason Dominguez. Uh, but I know. I'm just saying, if, oh, we're, if we're thinking. Another name. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious where all these guys, again, where all these guys fit. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we, we could project the only one. I remember. Might have been 1999, 2000. There was something in the Star Ledger, which you're a Yankee fan. You know the Star Ledger. And I remember clipping this thing out that projected the Met and Yankee lineups from like 2000 to, say, 2010. But this was back in like 1999. Mm-hmm. And I held on to that little piece of paper. And just kept crossing names off that, you know, never became Yankees when they left the Yankees. And again, it's all just to give us something to talk about. It, it's so unpredictable. Yeah, so. It, it's true. And we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll come back at you guys in two weeks and, and we'll uh, we'll see where we stand and who's playing well. Yeah, that, that's all we can do. Um, so as we move into uh, inning two of this episode of the show. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make more baseball terms. I like that. It's part of the show. Mm-hmm. As we move into the second, uh, spring training game one, February 28th versus Toronto. Again, it means nothing, uh, but it was announced that, again, this means nothing. Uh, Michael King will start the Grapefruit League opener against the Blue Jays. Woo! Here we go. Woo! Look, I know it means nothing, but you know what it means to me? It's baseball, Susan. It's baseball. I get to watch here's baseball the, here's, on the 28th. Here, Yes. Here's the more important thing. The game is on. Yes. 2000 fans will be permitted into Steinbrenner Field. 
So there, it'll you'll be able to watch a baseball game. And again, we're living in times that aren't what they used to be. But, you know, seeing people in the stands, seeing baseball on a beautiful Sunday, it's going to be nicer than it is here in New Jersey. Very much looking forward to that. Correct. Without a doubt. Plus, it's always nice to see Michael Kay and the gang wearing their Yes polos because it's spring training. <laughs> I want to get me one of them Yes polos. Yes. Yes. Look us up. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> you never know. You never know. So unexpected listener, reach out. Feedback at chasefor28.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Um, so, so that's all again. So we are very close to, to baseball being back, being played again, insignificant as all hell, but you know, we're getting ready for April 1st right. we gotta, against we gotta, Toronto. We got one month in the boogie down. There you got go. One we month, one month till actual baseball. That makes opening day a Thursday. I'm looking at a calendar. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Right. We talked about that. How are we going to watch the game as we yeah. are both educators? Yeah. We'll find a way. I'll find I, a way. I, I will find a way. My students are out of the building <laughs> by that time. So I know I'll be watching the game. I'll be doing something with the game. There you go. Um, but speaking of watching baseball, uh, between now and our next episode, there is a lot of spring training baseball to be played. I believe there is one off day, but I, I always find that it's tough to figure out, oh, when's the game on TV? When's the game on the radio? So between now and including March 13th, uh, here are the upcoming yes broadcasts. So obviously we have spring training opener on the 28th against the Blue Jays. And then we have March 1st versus the Tigers will be on yes. March 5th versus the Tigers will be on yes. Uh, March 7th versus the Phillies will be televised on yes. March 10th against the Pirates and March 13th also against the Pirates will all be televised games over the next two weeks. Some of those games will also be on WFAN. But if you want to watch baseball, those games are on yes. Those are some great matchups. Tony now. Great. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm trying to hype up baseball. It's great. Hype up baseball. There it is. Aren't all the I'll games watching those on games the radio? At night. Aren't all the games in the radio? Uh, no, not all the games are on radio. Oh, okay. The ones during the week are not on the radio because of oh, just uh, the weekends. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I'll be watching slash listening slash trying to get my kids interested in baseball. There you go. How old's your oldest? Eight. This is the time. This is it. You got to have him pick his player and he's got his learn player. the calls. He's got his guy. He's got his guy. Let me take a guess. Ah, uh, let's see. Who does he like? Come on. Aaron Judge. That's it. Both <laughs> the boys like Aaron Judge. Both of my guys like Aaron Judge, but uh, what's not my to oldest, like? I, what's I not to like? He's quite the guy. Now, quite. He's a bit different. I know. If you've noticed. I know. Good for him. I, I don't know. I mean, why don't you clue people in what we're talking about? So if you haven't noticed, and I hate to shout him out because everybody's shouting him out, but Aaron Judge has somehow, whatever the way he's doing it, removed the gap between his front teeth, which was his staple, which was his look. I get it. Michael Strahan still has it. Maybe it's just a comfort thing. He's in a lot of commercials. Maybe he just wants that look. Good for Aaron Judge. He's, I guess, eliminated the space between his teeth. Hey man, as he hits, I really don't care what it looks like. Your boat, you know, <laughs> you do you do you. We're gonna cheer for you no matter what. I don't care what you look like. Go win this championship. There you go. All right, so spring baseball is here. A little bit of when you can watch it on television. Uh, most of those are night games, uh, except for like the Saturday and Sunday ones. Those are probably be one o'clock starts. 
wherever they happen to be in Florida. And most of the games would be, uh, they typically don't follow them on the road for the TV stuff. And uh, they'll probably do like one Red Sox game that'll be on, yes, at night. Of course. On like a Thursday night. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. Let's go to the, uh, let's take it down to the uh, bottom of the third. And uh, a little bit of a sensitive topic here. And it concerns one Yankee pitcher, Domingo Herman. Obviously, Domingo Herman had his domestic violence issue, which makes him a scumbag. Let's be honest. That's a good way to put it. You hit a woman, you're a scumbag. Um, Here's what he said uh, this week through the Yankees PR. Quote, it is important to me that I have the opportunity to speak directly with my teammates, both individually and collectively, and address them face to face before I speak to the media and our fans. This process has begun, but more time is needed, especially since half our team has yet to report to spring training. I recognize that speaking publicly will be an important step for me, and I will do so in the upcoming days. End quote. Uh, Aaron Boone, a few days after that statement was made, that was relatively at the beginning of uh, pitchers and catchers reporting mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. start of this. Uh, Aaron Boone said this week that Domingo Herman has spoken to the team, spoke for about 30 minutes, and Herman talked to pitchers and catchers as a group. Wonder how that conversation went with mm-hmm. Zach Britton in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he addressed the position players separately. Boone said, quote, it was a good step, something that was important to happen and gave everyone a chance to really start that conversation. Thoughts, AJ? Uh, so I don't know him. I don't know anything about him. Obviously, I don't know his character besides what is being reported, and he's a scumbag based on the reports, right? I don't like the fact that he did not address his girlfriend. I don't I don't appreciate the fact he didn't say, I'm sorry. I don't like the report of what it came down to, the things that I was hearing about the situation that took place, that, that charity event is sickening. You know, as a father to a little girl, it, it, I, Domingo Herman, if that was in my world, would not be able to pitch anymore. Let's put it that way. Okay? Yep. Understood. So, um, I think he's on borrowed time. I, 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 I don't see... I, I don't even know how he's still a Yankee. I'm very upset that he's still a Yankee. I know we can look at Chapman and say he did some things. You know, it's hard maybe, I guess, for these guys because it was in front of them. You know, when you think about it, I, I, this is something that we had talked about, Chris, off off the recording. Um, that Chapman was accused, Chapman was guilty of abuse in some way. Um, he wasn't on the team when it happened. It didn't take place in front of his own team. Like his team, Herman, his team watched this take place. His team had to separate him. His teammates had to follow him home in two separate cars to make sure that he was not going to continue the abuse when he got home. So... That's a different situation for these guys. So they're living it. Um, I don't feel like his apology was real. I don't know why it took him over a year to apologize. So for me, like, I hate the fact that I have to root for him on the day he's going to pitch. But I don't think he's going to be a Yankee much longer because I really think the backlash will be there. Do you think he'll still have a career in baseball? I, I, I feel like he's untouchable. Like, he's not going to be traded for because no team is going to want to take that. Uh, I, I feel like he's untouchable. And, like, I don't know how this stuff works. 
Like you look at a guy like I'm going to use this guy's name, and I don't want to, you know, com- compare sports, but a guy like Ray Rice, who we saw the video, we saw what happened. The gentleman never played football again, and from that moment on, him and his wife have gone and and spoken to different organizations and people about what took place. Herman's right. not doing that. Herman is hiding. Herman is pitching still, and he's allowed to pitch, and that kind of makes me sad. As a Yankee fan. Yeah. I mean, uh, the only thing, I, again, I, I get the the Ray Rice thing. Obviously, Ray Rice, very similar situation, but obviously the consequences more severe in addition to suspension, but obviously has paid the price because he never played again. Um, but the, the real comparison for me is that you got somebody like Chapman who, I'm, I'm not saying has gotten a pass, but in, to some degree has gotten a pass. You know, the Yankees knew about it, brought him in twice and then brought him back again. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty crappy that we will look athlete first before character. Are you talented? Mm-hmm. And that's what's more important to what seems like a lot of people. But, you know, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, we'll see. And again, I'm I'm really upset that I have to cheer for my team. You know what? I'll just root for the. The other team to score a couple of runs off him and then uh, have the Yankees come back when they pull him in the fifth inning. Do you think he makes the opening day roster? No. No, I really don't. I mean, and unfortunately, I, I, unfortunately, like, it is, looks is like... Is he going to Scranton? I don't know where he's going to go. But like we, we just heard news that this week Clark Schmidt is out for a while. You know, that was a promising name. Davey Garcia is still a promising name. So we still have the guys. So maybe he doesn't make it. Fingers crossed. Like, I'm being very serious with you. I hope he doesn't make it. That's the best case. Let, let, let your talent not be good enough. Mm-hmm. So every every start for for spring training, I'm going to hope that he gets shelled. Sorry. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Don't be sorry. Which, again, to, to be fair, I have said, and I, I, I had no interest in having Chapman. Uh, I don't think he should be the closer. So if, if they had gotten rid of him at any point and never brought him back, I'd have been okay with that too. Mm-hmm. I I was questioning when they brought him in the first time, based on what the history was. Yep. So, yep. I want to be clear that you do that, you're a scumbag. Yep. As we Bottom get, line. As we get closer to uh, opening day, we'll go through the roster and kind of figure out where everybody belongs, what they should be doing, and if we feel like it was the right choice. There you go. And we'll do that from week to week as we go through. That is true. The season now, as we, uh, I can't say bottom of the fourth, so we're going to go to bottom of the ninth. <laughs> we're, we're up by one, ready the, to wrap the, this the up. Yankee fast forward? Yeah. <laughs> the encore? <laughs> Yankees encore. We now bring you. Only on, yes. We now bring you. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's cool. Uh, so down on the farm, obviously spring training is a great time to get a look at what's going on with players who have no chance at making the team this year, but you got to play nine inning games and somebody's got to wear jerseys up to 99. <laughs> But not including 99. Not anymore, no. Taken. <laughs> Remember back in the day you hear, you know, if your spring training number added up to more than 10, you weren't making the team? Yeah, right. Yeah. Some of those guys holding those numbers now. So. Yeah. Or, or you know, you hear John Sterling go, I don't know who they are, but uh, it's number uh, 83. Yeah, but he does that during a regular season, too. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So uh found an article. uh my pops sent this my way. The headline, 
from uh, Pinstripe Alley. The Yankees have talented arms looking to break out at the lower levels as a talented wave of Yankees pitching prospects head towards the majors. A new group of young pitchers is looking to establish themselves as serious prospects. AJ, what were uh, a takeaway or two from this piece from you for you? Yeah, so I don't know any of these guys, and that's okay. Me either these guys are young, so let's let's say this: they're young. They're probably like rookie ball, single A type players. I'm not saying they can't go anywhere, but these are the arms that we have right now, and that are that are on the way up. And uh, you know, I always get nervous when it comes to young pitchers because anything could happen. You look at a lot of the names the Yankees have had in the past; those killer bees they had. Not every one of them made it to the big leagues, and if they did come up. They were out very quickly. So a lot of these guys, the, the, the names that are there, uh, Chris, I'm sure you'll put this in the show notes, but there's a video on here that caught my eye just because yeah, I had you I had you watch it and uh, the one sound that stands out to you, right? So Yankees pitcher Hayden Wisniewski, you can check him out. Uh, he's on Twitter, Instagram maybe, and he's at H W E Z zero two. That's his handle. Check out this video. I'm going to play the audio right now. You play the audio. All right. Let me set it up. I'm going to play the audio. Here we go. Let me set it up real quick. So the, the, the headline says, enjoy this clip of Yankees prospect Hayden Wisniewski taking souls with his 94 to 97 mile per hour sinker, as well as his slider cutter and changeup. So just listen. Oh, all right, all right. So, so, so most of that sound was him hitting the glove and the pop of the glove, but you have to see the video because the movement of the ball, just the slightest movement, was gorgeous. And just so you know, those, those sounds, if you're not going to watch this, the sounds of the bat hitting the ball and everybody getting excited, those were foul balls. Being very <laughs> serious with you, those were three guys who just hit foul balls back to the net and like, yeah, good, good piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, and to think i mean you, this is some pretty good from right behind home plate kind of video uh, you know just behind the batting cage and they got a shot of the uh the radar gun and everything like that but to realize that here's a low level prospect right what would it be like to get the same camera angle on garrett cole's pitches the movement or to get video like this and you know what's it like to stand in on a rivera cutter right and you got guys who talk about they can see the spin on the ball. I could barely see the ball in this video, but I can I can resonate I can relate to the batter who you see his knees buckle a couple of times in this clip. Yeah, like you, you, he knows what's coming. <laughs> He's still buckling, but I guess that's why we're here and they're doing what they're doing over there. It's gorgeous though. So take a look at it. Uh, it was, that was shared by uh, on Twitter at dst underscore Houston for the DST Performance Center. So at DST underscore Houston. Uh, Chris, you put it in the show notes, and uh, you can go take a look at that video and watch it over and over again on repeat for the minute that it has. 
yeah, it, 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 it'll make you feel good and old. And the fact that we don't have talent anymore. No. Or ever, Although, or I don't ever. know if I ever had the talent or to hit that or throw that. I could probably get a piece of it. <laughs> nope. At least a piece. Nope. Okay. Stick your bat out there. You'd be all right. <laughs> your ass would fly so far out of the box, it would be unbelievable. <laughs> well, hopefully these guys are uh, taking care of their arms, take care of themselves, and maybe we'll see them uh, in the big leagues one day. Yeah, there's a bunch of names here. Again, we're talking about like all levels of rookie ball. I'm not going to go through the names, but we wanted to uh, bring you the sounds of baseball. So this link will be in the show notes. Or if you swipe left, right, up, down in your podcast player, you'll be able to, to get to this. All right, AJ, let's close this one out. Trivia time. Uh, one more time. Yankee trivia question for this episode. Name the Yankees pitcher who threw two no hitters. During the 1951 season two, count them two. AJ, who was it? Your answer, Allie Reynolds. Two no-hitters during the 1951 season. Allie Reynolds. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Chase for 28 podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share this podcast with your fellow Yankee brethren. We welcome new listeners and we want to connect with you. You can swipe left, right, up, down to get the show notes. And uh, you can also go to our website, chasefor28.com, and that's the number 28. We uh, welcome your feedback, your trivia questions, your comments, your thoughts on what's going on with the Yankees. We want to put your voices into the podcast as we get going into the 2021 season. You can email us, feedback at chasefor28.com. And we are also on Twitter at chasefor28pod. AJ, how else can they support this little podcast. Yeah, so if you're enjoying the podcast, please support us in any of the following ways. First, tell a fellow Yankee fan about the podcast. Give them the word. Say, hey, you need to go check this out. These guys do a pretty good job talking about the Yankees, and we're only going to get better, so uh, be ready for that. You can become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend, or Grab some Chase for 28 merch. Visit chasefor28.com slash merch and go get some t-shirts, stickers, mugs, some little Chase for 28 Yankee podcast on there. And uh, if you get something, let us know. Show us you're supporting it. And uh, we would love to get you over here on the podcast to hear your Yankee fandom. The, The fastest way for you to get on the podcast and join us for a conversation Let's say you pick up a Chase for 28 t-shirt or sweatshirt, right? And let's say you decide that you're going to go through the process of going to a game this year. Oh. And you get on TV and we're like, we see you wearing our stuff on Yes. Oh, baby. Reach out. Share it on social media. Tweet at us. Um, and, you know, even even if you never get on TV with our stuff on, uh, we'd still love to talk to you and get your thoughts yeah, show on us, the Bronx Bombers. Show us a picture of you at the game with the merch. Get a little beer koozie. Garlic fries. Oh. We're going to have to do one of these episodes in the spring. We're going to have to talk about our favorite stadium foods that we miss mm. and we'll eat in 2022. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, All right. Uh, AJ, this has been fun. It's always a pleasure to talk baseball with you. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to watch baseball together at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Another day closer to the opening day. Woohoo! Let's go, Yanks.